Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 142, which we are recording on Tuesday, June 6th, 2017. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we are once again out on location at the Santa Cruz Yacht Harbor, facing towards the pretty trees and flowers today instead of the ocean because we were in search of shade. So we have a beautiful breeze and there will probably be some ambient noise because we were just discussing (laughs) how tourist season has already started in Santa Cruz. Already started and our kids are still in school till the end of the week. So it's kind of annoying (laughs) it's it's earlier than we would typically expect tourism to start here it seems very early to me yep oh well and school's out this week Josie graduates from high school on Friday so it's a very big and exciting week for us very fun so we'll get to fight the tourists to get to the graduation on Friday Mm -hmm. so that'll be fun but super excited it's kind of blows me away that my daughter is that old but that's how it works. So let's move on to knitting. What are you wearing? I am wearing dun 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 my whippet cardigan <laughs> again. I have such a good lead in. I know. I say dun 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 because Gail reminded me that, oh, you wore that last time. And I joked that, well, it was on the top of my pile. So there you have it. <laughs> but last episode, she did say that she predicted this would be her go-to summer sweater. And yes, look at that. And it is. So far. The Whippet Cardigan is a pattern by Onkastrick. And I knit mine in the Holst Yarn Coast, which is the merino cotton blend that Gail and I have talked so much of. And I think that's the reason why this will be my go-to summer sweater because the blend is a perfect very lightweight blend to wear this time of year especially in the morning because it was foggy this morning in fact gail will tell you more about it because i'm about to ask gail what are you wearing (laughs) i'm wearing a new finished object i'm wearing confetti 2 which is also in the Holtzgarn Coast yarn. And this you've heard us talk about on the last several podcasts because Charlene and I both fell hard for this pattern. And it's by Vera Valimaki. It's a striped pullover with A-line shaping, raglan top-down knitting. It's delightful, very fast, fun knit. And I did gradient stripes on this one because I had little mini skeins in different colors that looked really good with the raspberry-ish pink. Very happy with this one. I, if I knit another confetti, which I probably will, the only modification I will do is to move the increases to more of a princess-like seam area instead of on the sides because what I'm finding is that The increases where they are cause it to flare out on the sides on me quite a bit. So I'd prefer to have flare all the way around my body as opposed to like sticking out on the side. So super happy with this one though. It's super perfect for this weather. Like you said, this yarn is just the perfect weight for Santa Cruz during the summer. So I know this is going to be my go-to pullover for all occasions yeah unless it doesn't match what I'm wearing which isn't very (laughs) likely not very likely at all so that's confetti number two love it super happy with it and look I wore all of my pink bracelets to go with it too oh which reminds me another thing that I'm wearing I'm wearing a crocheted bracelet that I made 
Oh, goodness. Probably right after we came back from France. This was a special Noro yarn that they had at the Swift Stitch for a while. And they had this free crochet pattern that came with it. And it has beads. And it's so pretty. And I made myself a matching anklet, too, which I'm not wearing. But when I put it on, I thought, oh, I should mention that in what I'm wearing. So a crocheted bracelet and a pullover. Two for one. What have you been stocking? Well, we've been talking about shawls and talking about shawls being such a great summer project and garment to wear. So I have been stocking some free patterns on Ravelry, some paid patterns on Ravelry, but all shawls all the time. The first one is called Fancy Me, and that is a pattern by Fritzy Creative, and that one is a free pattern on Ravelry. And it's a two-color asymmetric shawl with a little bit of stripes, a little bit of texture, a little bit of garter. I know that sounds very familiar because there are so many patterns out there that contain all those elements. But take a look at this one. It's a free pattern. It just came out in May. There are only 15 projects made from this pattern so far. But I think it's a winner. I really quite like it. Oh, that is pretty. Yeah, that's very pretty. One of them is knit with it. Looks like a gradient yarn. Yes, that one is. So one of the samples is knit in a gradient yarn, which makes it look even nicer or more interesting. It is fingering white, yeah. And is it one skein or probably more than one? That one is two colors, I believe. I haven't looked at the pattern, but I believe it's two colors. So So probably two skeins, yeah. The second pattern I am stocking is the Arlequin Shawl by Peggy Maxheim, and that is a free Ravelry download. This one is a triangular shawl. Although I have to say it looks slightly asymmetric to me, I believe it is knit on the bias. The, The pattern designer only used one tag so it's hard to say she only put triangle shaped and i haven't looked at the pattern yet so i can't tell but it looks to me like it's knit on the bias which would lend itself to being very slightly asymmetric depending on how large you made it but it's got textured stripes it looks like this one is good for a gradient or a gradient set or using different colors to blend one and two each other. Has that one been in hot right now? Because the top picture looks very familiar. It's pink it with a speckled may have yarn. been. I'm not sure. It's not a new pattern. This okay. one was released in March of 2016. Oh. But it may have been. Maybe. Just because people are into these blending and fading mm-hmm. of colors like that Charlotte's Web shawl from years and years ago and the find your fade shawl yep and the third pattern that i am stocking is called the mini madness shawl and that one is by angie kimmel and this one is no longer a free pattern on ravelry it was one of those free for certain period of time patterns again simple asymmetric shawl this one has just alternating sections of garter stitch and eyelet lace 
and you can make each section different sized to match the amount of yarn that you have. So for example, she said that she intends the, or the knitter to use mini skein sets or scraps. And she gives you instructions so that you can just make it work with whatever amount of yarn you have. You just alternate the sections between the eyelet and the garter. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, that's so that's kind of cool because scraps. Yeah, <laughs> it's always delightful to use up scraps. It's cool because scraps, you yeah, know, exactly. whatever you have, you can make it work. And there are some really pretty pattern images that have sections with a little bit of speckled yarn, solids, some tonals. Again, it's one of those patterns that's really fun to look at the finished object objects. Right now there are 109 projects listed on Ravelry and this pattern is fairly new. It was released this year in March. So that's a fun one. Mini Madness Shawl by Angie Kimmel. I believe this one may have been in the hot right now a while ago when I think it had its free period. Yeah. It, it would have been in the hot right now. That would make sense. Yeah. And then another one that I also believe was free for a limited period of time is the Sugar Sprinkles Shawl by Sharon Anholt. And this one is really fun because it's mostly all eyelets. So it's a really open garment, an Ooh, open shawl, yeah. and it's knit in speckled yarn. So it looks just very light and airy and fun, very contemporary with the speckles. It's reversible because of the eyelets. It, it looks great to me. It looks really fun. It looks perfect for summer. And I actually really want to make that one. It's pretty. I like them all. I really want to make yeah, them all. Yeah, they're all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the conundrum with shawls. There are so many, and they're all so pretty. And, and how the, do we knit them all? How do we knit them all? And also, really, there are so many that are very similar. Mm -hmm. So you have to really pick and choose so that you don't end up with several shawls that look basically the same. <laughs> I think I'm going to end up with that problem, not problem, but with that wardrobe <laughs> challenge because I do, I like my stripes and I like my certain exactly, shape. Exactly. Yeah. And we both like our same colors yep. or we like the colors that we like. So exactly. we tend to use the colors that we like as we all do. So, okay. And that one was sugar sprinkles by Sharon and Holt. How about you, Gail? What are you stocking? shawls <laughs> you see a theme here yes so there is a new one that was just released last week by laura ayler and it's called the little black shawl it's a bottom-up triangular shawl with pico edging and garter stitch in the body and she calls it her stress-free summer knit i think this is something she tries to do every summer is to give us all an easy shawl pattern to knit just while you're out there hanging out enjoying the summer and this one is knit with any gauge in any yarn in any amount. So she gives instructions 
for, I guess, how to adjust it. I purchased the pattern, but I didn't look at it yet. So I'm not exactly sure how she treats that, but obviously there will be instructions for casting on. It's bottom up. So it would be, I think, a big cast on and then go up from there. But I don't know because I haven't looked at the pattern. So I will keep you informed. That's Little Black Shawl by Laura Ayler. And the second one I've been admiring is called On the Contrary by Amanda Woger. And this one is a two-color triangular shawl, like I'm <laughs> so fond of. And this one has some feather and fan in the bottom of it. Oh, and I, I like love feather and fan. Yeah, Charlene and I, I got to go to the Swift Stitch and hang out with her twice this weekend, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. And we were looking at different shawls with feather and fan. We were looking at the Multnomah. Mm -hmm. which they had yeah. a sample at the shop that's very beautiful that's a single skein well i'm sure you could knit it bigger if you wanted that has feather and fan border there's another one in the newest malabrigo book which is the anniversario book that had some beautiful feather and fan detail and that's what set what caused me to say oh and there's this new one that i just picked up this week called on the contrary so two color like i said triangular and i think the Laura Ayler shawl, I think, is $5. I'm not sure about the Amanda shawl, on the contrary. I know it was either free for a limited time or discounted when I purchased it. So not sure how much it is now. But I'm really enjoying looking at the shawls. And after our last episode, I have been making an effort to wear a hand knit every day. So even though it's turning warm here, we usually have a chilly time in the mornings and or evenings. So I have been trying to put on usually a shawl during the day because my, okay, weird side note, Mike usually makes what makes watermelon, cuts watermelon for us for lunchtime. And so I eat cold watermelon and I get cold because I'm sitting at the computer pretty much every day around noon. So it's a perfect time to put on a shawl. So I've been reaching for shawls that I haven't worn recently. And sometimes I even will snap a selfie and send it to Charlene. <laughs> so there's proof that I'm going to hand it. So it's been fun. I've been enjoying my stash that is already knit up into garments. Yay. So it's bringing me joy that way. And those are the two that I'm stocking. Okay. So what have you been knitting? I am working on my Holy Comfort Cardigan Sweater. It's so pretty. That is a pattern by Jutta von Hinterstein. And I'm knitting this in Candy Skein Luscious Fingering. I mentioned that I really love that yarn. <laughs> Last time we talked a little bit about it. I love that yarn so much. The pattern, however has not always been smooth sailing for me. I believe that the pattern has translation issues. At least I think that's it because I believe the pattern was originally written in German. And I'm wondering if it needs a good English speaking tech editor to go over it. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it based on the things you've told me. Some people have mentioned to me other patterns written by this designer and they've run into the same type of translation issues. So keep that in mind if you want to knit it. I think the pattern is well worth it. I love the sweater and I love the way it's turning out. So it's going to be worth it, but it, parts of it have been slow going for me. I do love the 
pattern. It's got a ridged row pattern with every once in a while there's a pearl row thrown in for a, a textured ridge similar to the Donner pattern. Love that. It looks great. So it, all in all, it's, it's a good knit. It's just going to take me a little longer to reach the finish line on this one, let's say. <laughs> well, if you look at it the way my husband does, that just means you have a longer time to appreciate knitting with the yarn. There you go. Yeah. And then the second thing that I have in my hands right now is my Divi Poncho, which is a pattern by Jumper Cables. And you guys have heard about this before because it's an ongoing podcast project. I tend to pick it up only when I'm podcasting because it is basic and simple knitting in the round. Currently I'm on an increase round and then the next round is going to be a knit round and then I'll go back to the increase round and it's just round and around and I think I'm doing that for well a lot of rows let's just say. <laughs> so you can podcast and knit at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So those two things are the projects I am working on currently. How about you Gail? Well I am not knitting at the moment. I am crocheting. I picked back up my painted pixels it's actually an afghan, but I'm calling it a scarf because I'm not going to crochet as many motifs as you would need for a blanket. I toned it down to a scarf. And it is a really great pattern from Susan Carlson. It's a DK weight pattern, and I'm using up my DK weight scraps, and then I have some beautiful dragonfly fibers gray that I'm going to use to edge all of the motifs and then seam it together. And I think I'm at 80 motifs, and I think I'm going to need about 150 to have a scarf long enough to actually use as a scarf. So I'm over halfway there, and they're super, super fun to crochet. It takes me less than 10 minutes to crochet one of the motifs, so they go pretty quickly. And I'm almost done with my DK weight scraps, so I think what's going to happen is I will start edging with the gray dragonfly fiber that I have and then wait until I do another DK project so that I have more DK to, mm -hmm. you know, continue the project. Yeah. So it'll be, it's been a long-term project. It's been in my whips for years and it will continue to be, but there, <laughs> it's really nice. I've had a pinched nerve in my neck, which has caused me to have a lot of tingling in my right hand and it helps to break it up with you know, knitting and crochet right. and mixing things up a lot. That has really helped. So that is the Painted Pixels blanket, which I'm doing as a scarf. And the second thing is a new cast on for me. I started the Free Your Fade shawl by Andrea Mowry, which she just released last week. And most of you, I'm sure, have heard of and or knit the Find Your Fade shawl. And this is a variation of that theme, so it does fade, and it is knit on the bias with as many colors as you want. And she gives the instructions for how to fade, and you go from garter stitch to eyelet to garter to eyelet to garter to eyelet. So it's very simple and very easy knitting. I'm stalled out on it right now because during the fade, I'm on my first fade, you are supposed to carry your yarn up the side, but there's a slip stitch on the first stitch of each row. So I'm trying to figure out how to carry the 
not used color with a slip stitch and not have it look strange. So that's where I currently am. And I didn't want to sit there and figure it out last night. So that's why I said I'm stalled out on it just because I haven't taken the time to figure yeah. out to experiment, see how to do it. I totally understand that. If I'm faced with trying to figure out instructions after 10 p.m. or so, <laughs> we wait till the next day. Exactly. <laughs> or anytime after dark even. Although yeah. I did want to say that I got myself a floor lamp. Thank you to everybody who in our threads gave me opinions on the floor lamps they use. And I have to tell you, it has made such a difference in my nighttime knitting. I am so much happier knitting at night now than I was before, even though I was doing just fine. But if I had to look at my knitting, if I dropped a stitch or something, I'd have to get out my iPhone and turn on the flashlight to see my knitting clear enough to wow. figure out what I'd done. So after doing this too much, I finally said to Mike, okay, I really want to get a floor lamp. So I'm really pleased that I finally succumbed. I think it's part of like the whole aging process. I don't want to admit that I need nighttime light, but that's just silly. Everybody needs nighttime light. I don't know. Light. How can you, I, I don't understand how you could not have had nighttime light. Well, that we was... have, we have canister lights in the ceiling yeah. that are above the couch, but they're not super bright and they're not exactly above where I knit. So Mike was saying, oh, let's just get a new kind of canister light that points. And I said, no, I really want something that's, I can adjust over my knitting as I need it. So very glad I did that. Yeah. I highly recommend knit at night with overhead lights on. That's, that's what I've done for years. Wow. So I'm very happy that I finally identified the problem and did something yeah. about it. Yeah. I See, I've always been it. taught that your, your lighting is an important tool and you have that to use when you're doing your craft. I've That's always, a good lesson. I've always had that. <laughs> I like my lamps. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm just spreading that for anyone else who's been silly and not had good lighting for nighttime knitting. So super happy with that. Yay. And win win. Yeah, exactly. So that to bring it back to the knitting, that's after night or after dark now. I can experiment on things like how to do the slip stitch because I can see it better. So there we go. And that's what I'm knitting. The fruit free your fade shawl and the painted pixels scarf. Cool. What have you finished since last episode? I've finished one thing. I've finished my second Klein shawl. The Klein shawl is a pattern by Jennifer Dassau and I knit one, I can't remember if it was, I think it maybe it was last year. Yeah, after the Fiberfest, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. I knit one last year and then this year I had a really nice matchup with my candy skein yummy fingering in stormy sprinkles and my Spencer Hill naturally dyed MCN in Buffalo nickel. The Buffalo nickel was, is a slightly tonal, very pale gray. And that gray is actually in the stormy sprinkles skein as well. So it's a very low contrast combo, which I really loved. But it was very different from most of the projects for this shawl. And it's very different from 
what's commonly chosen for a two-color shawl because most people go for that high contrast look. The and this one, look. Yeah, and this one is very low contrast, and I really love the colors together, but I understand that it may not be some folks' choice, but they're also very pale colors too so i kind of feel like it it goes with the theme mm -hmm. it goes with the colors i'm very happy with it and the this one turned out really big i'm oh, thinking did it? well i'm this yarn this yarn combo grew more than the first klein shawl that i did the first klein shawl that i did i used single ply yarn which did not grow as much this is both both of these yarns are plied yarn and they did seem to grow the way i dried it i just laid it flat outside so maybe if if i find that it's too large i may wash it again and try a few minutes in the dryer to shrink it up we'll see so do you not like it as big as it is is that i'm not sure i haven't worn it i just blocked it yesterday oh brand new. so i haven't worn it yet I just noticed when I put it on after I blocked it and it was warm because it had been out on my deck and I put it on and I put it around my neck and it felt all good and warm, but it was big. So interesting. It's, yeah. It's not a bad thing. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Further experimentation is required. Yes, exactly. Yep. That's exactly it. So that's the only thing I have finished. Have you finished anything? Well, I finished confetti too, which I already mentioned. I also finished my color field shawl by Kemper Ray and I'm so happy with it it also was candy skein luscious which is her merino cashmere nylon base that is fantastic and that was in the harpy hot chocolate colorway which is a <laughs> speckletastic a isn't it a speckletastic color and the contrast is string theory and it's also a merino cashmere nylon blend in a beautiful purple so the high contrast look versus Charlene's not high contrast in her Klein shawl. And I had mentioned about this pattern that they didn't have instructions for slipping the markers. Well, just the other day, Kemper released a new version of the pattern oh. <laughs> that has two different sizes now. And she also included instructions on slipping the marker and removing the markers at the end. Oh, there must have been a lot of feedback about that. Yeah, because I, she, so she sent the pattern update and I responded to that saying, oh, by the way, if you're interested in feedback, I have these issues. And she said, oh, those are already fixed in the new version. So that was fantastic. So I highly recommend the pattern. I love the shawl. It is a triangular shawl, two colors obviously with striping. There's some slip stitch beauty going on to make the colors pop. And then there's a, an interesting ribbed border that I love. It's so pretty. So highly recommend the color field shawl. Can't wait to wear it. I just blocked mine probably three or four days ago. So, and I blocked confetti yesterday. So you and I were <laughs> blocking at the same time. And I also finished a hat. So I'm in this weird place with my knitting where the colors of fall knit along starts in two weeks and I just finished a sweater. So do I cast on a new sweater that's not related to the knit along or do I wait? So last night as I was going back and forth about what I should do and I wasn't wanting to experiment with the slip stitches on my current shawl, 
I thought, oh, I'll start a charity hat because I haven't knit a hat in a while. So I looked through my queue, and of course I have a lot of hats in my queue, so I picked the Speargrass hat, which is a free pattern by Susie Gorley, and it's knit in worsted weight yarn, and I used Plymouth Encore, a skein that I scored at the knitting retreat. We went to our knockers retreat on the D-stash table. And it knit up very quickly. It's a really cool hat. It has some slip, um, it's not slip stitches, it's a knit two past slip stitch over and then some eyelets. So it just gives it a really nice, interesting texture to the hat. It was a really fun knit, very relaxing, rhythmical type of knit. I enjoyed it a lot. And I will probably knit more of those in the future. I have my iPad, my patterns are all in my iBooks Mm -hmm. and I have different categories. So I have my hats category and I have a knit again category. So, and then I have an FO category. So if I don't think I'll knit it again, I put it in FOs, but if I think I'll knit it again, I put it in the knit again category. And this one went into knit again. So very enjoyable knit. And that means I have one hat for our tarps project at the end of the year. And I, I pulled out another skein earlier today to start hat number two. Until I decide when I'm going to start, yeah. you know, a real project, yeah, I figure I'll get exactly. some hats done. And exactly. I'm going to start a knitted knocker, too. So I haven't done that yet. So that's what I have finished. Okay. We would like to thank Dragonfly Fibers for being a podcast sponsor this month. Rich, saturated color, bold, interesting combinations. Dare we say shocking hues? Dragonfly Fibers is your source for beautiful quality yarns and fibers. Dragonfly Fibers creates hand-dyed artisan yarns and fibers in vivid and sophisticated colorways. We can be found in select local yarn shops around the world and at fiber festivals such as Rhinebeck, Maryland Sheep and Wool, Vogue Knitting Live, Stitches, and Saf. Come see us at Stitches Midwest in Schaumburg, Illinois this August. You can shop on our site 24-7 at www.dragonflyfibers.com. Be sure to check out our two newest yarns, Selkie Sport and Dharma. Both are luxurious mulberry silk blends. We also have kits for Find Your Fade, Hohe's Mystery Knit Along, and Fire Island Sunset, a brand new design featuring our mid-century modern gradient set for Traveler. Discover why we say that Dragonfly Fibers is the colors of happiness. And I have to put a plug in for Kate. She's one of the owners in Dyers, and we've worked with her several stitches now, and she's just the sweetest person. Absolutely delightful. And their yarns are beautiful. When you walk into their booth at an event, it's gasp worthy. It really is, yeah. <laughs> because they have so many samples, so many colors, so many textures. It's it's absolutely delightful. I agree. I love just wandering through their booth and getting color inspiration. And we mentioned that they are, are sold in certain local yarn stores and the swift stitch in santa cruz is one of those yarn stores so we have it we have access to it locally which is awesome which is really nice yeah and we wanted to talk about the colors of fall knit along because it's going to (laughs) launch before our next episode goes live so according to our research the summer solstice is in california 
Tuesday, June 20th. So different parts of the world, it happens at different times. So we're calling Tuesday, June 20th, the start date for the knit along. And it ends on Friday, September 22nd, which is the autumnal equinox. So summer so, to fall. Yes. Yeah, so you have basically three months, all the summer, three months of knitting goodness. Knitting goodness. <laughs> and if you haven't heard us talk about the rule before, basically the only rule for this knit along is that you must knit, crochet, spin, whatever your craft of choice is with one of the colors of the two fall palettes. There's the New York palette and the London palette mm -hmm. or the spring palette from Pantone 2017. So that's 30 colors to choose from. There are a lot of colors. There's a lot of colors. So basically yeah. anything in your stash, if you squint, it's probably going to work <laughs> further than along. And the only other qualification is you have to style it. So it could be something that you're wearing. It could be home decor. It could be anything. But we do want to see it in a fall look because yeah. it's the colors of fall knit along. Actually, if you just want to create something and join along and join in the conversation that's fine but if you want to be eligible for the prizes then that's where you have to take the extra step and photograph your garment or accessory that you have knit using one of the Pantone 2017 colors into your fall look and Gail and I, several episodes ago, we talked about some trends that we researched that were coming for fall. There didn't seem to be any hard and fast trends. It seemed like every website or every magazine that we looked at had different types of trends, <laughs> even different colors listed as their yeah. fall color for 2017. But we all pretty much know in the fall, it's boot season. Anything you <laughs> wear or style with boots is going to work. And we all have our own fall likes and dislikes. So however you want to photograph your fall look will count. If you want to photograph it on yourself, if you want to wear your outfit, that's my favorite way of seeing it. However, if you're shy or you just can't stand putting on those fall clothes in the middle of summer, yeah, photograph the outfit on a mannequin, lay it out on the bed, lay it out on the floor, whatever gets the idea across is going to work. <laughs> yep. So we're not particular about how precisely styled it is. Yeah. We just want to see how you're styling it because we like the ideas for ourselves. Yes, absolutely. That's one of the best best things for me when I see folks style their knitwear in real life garments and real life situations. It always gives me ideas. Yep. So inspirational in my own wardrobe. So those are the quote rules, unquote, and we already have people contacting us to donate prizes, which is so awesome. So there are going to be great prizes like always. And of course, the prize also is your finished object right. or more than one object, <laughs> because in three months you can knit a lot of things. And again, the garment or the, t the type of craft you're using doesn't matter. The item you're producing doesn't matter. Anything you want to knit, crochet, spin, it's irrelevant as long as we see a look. Right. So it's super open craft along. 
Yeah. The possibilities um, are almost endless. <laughs> and there's a lot of chatter going on already in the planning thread in our group on Ravelry. So if you've been participating in that, you, you're probably already excited. If you haven't been and want to participate, great. What are you thinking of knitting for well, I, the knit along? I yeah. was going to say before that is that a lot of people have also put polls in that planning thread. So mm. like Robbie was trying to, to determine Decide. which sweater <laughs> she wanted to knit with which yarn. So she put pictures and links to patterns for a poll. So if you are having that, I can't decide what to do, you know, series or not series. Probably. If you're asking yourself, what should I do? What should I knit? <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who will help with their opinions. So I wanted to put that out there. So what am I thinking of doing? Well, I think I've narrowed it down. I think I know what I want to do, but of course I leave myself the option to change my mind at any time. But top of my list is the Markley sweater by Elizabeth Doherty. Yes. And there are a lot of people in the group who plan to knit that. It's in two weights. You can knit it in fingering or DK weight. So that gives you some options there. And it is a top-down sweater with all of Elizabeth's beautiful details and design elements involved. So there's the vertical braid across the upper back, which is phenomenal for getting your sweater to fit properly and stay on your body properly. And just so many pretty design features. There's like a slip stitch type of side hem or side faux seam that comes down at an angle that's so flattering. It does have positive mm -hmm. ease and I just can't wait to knit that one. I'm using Western Sky Knits Silk Single, which is a 70% merino, 30% silk in Heather's colorway called Crimson Night, which is a beautiful deep red that has the tawny port colorway in it. So that is the Markley sweater and that's top of my list. What's top of your list? I have two things that I'm considering. My first one is a sweater by Katrine Schneider that I stocked several months ago called Hood on the Moon and it's a buttoned hooded cardigan with a really interesting large hood that has shaping on the top that looks like it looks like a, a hat almost. So it's an interesting hood. It's a lot of yardage because it's a hooded cardigan, of course. So there's that, usually it's an extra skein that, you know, that that is required for the hood. Yep. So it's going to be a lot of knitting. And the yarn that I have is from Anzula and it's a navy. So it would be the navy peony color from both the New York and the London palettes, which is interesting because I believe that's the, the one color. common mm -hmm. color to both palettes. Both palettes kind of have the same kind of tone and there are similar colors. For example, both palettes have a red, both palettes have a pink, both palettes have kind of a tan color and then a, both also have some blues and an olive green, but they have different names yes. and the colors are slightly different, but the navy peony is exactly the same on both, both palettes. So my navy is obviously is a navy peony. 
Which the, I've never seen in Navy Peony, so I don't get that name at all. I I have no <laughs> Just idea. saying. That's yeah. like a really weird name for it's a Navy a color. a very odd name. You're right. Now, I had to say something about hoods. So you said the extra skein. So usually in the patterns I've knit in the past, the hood's like one of the last things that you mm-hmm. knit. And you think, oh, I'm so close to being done. Because you don't realize how much yardage that, that is in a hood. takes a whole skein. Exactly. So, yeah pretty yeah. funny so i've got four skeins of fingering weight yarn each skein is approximately 400 yards and if i remember correctly the pattern took most of that so it, it's going to be a lot of knitting whether i actually can finish that in three months i don't know we shall see oh you can well, you knit sweaters fairly quickly but I'm going to be knitting other things, other things too. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and then the second thing that I have is really just yarn. I have no planned, no planned garment for it yet. It is a sweater's quantity of Dragonfly Fibers Pixie. That's a beautiful, beautiful purple. So it will qualify in the as a royal lilac from the London palette which is probably, that and the navy are probably my favorite colors on the palettes. So I really, really love that royal lilac (laughs) and my dragonfly fibers yarn. So if I find something to make with that yarn, I may cast on that as well. And see, if if I have two cast-ons, especially if it's two sweaters, then my chances increase for not finishing either one but maybe getting <laughs> some done on both of them yep as i said we shall see summertime knitting yes well i also have another sweater on my list and it's the veronica sweater by julie weisenberger who oh, is coco yeah. knits i've talked about this before because i've stocked it before it is a very interesting pullover that almost looks kind of like a poncho mm-hmm. because of the interesting sleeves that's about as far as I'm going to try to describe it. Yeah. Well, it's just a very, it's odd. <laughs> it is odd. And I, I can't think of a really good adjective to use for it. And by saying it's odd, I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's an unusual design is perhaps an the, unusual the more garment. favorable way to say it. Yeah. It's an unusual garment, yes. I think I'll get a lot of wear out of it, though. I think I, think I would, too. I was having a debate with Charlene, Carol, and Anne, I believe, about whether I should knit the Divi or the Veronica with the pink yarn from Verb that I used. I did knit Divi with it, and I'm very glad that I did. But I was going back and forth on which pattern to knit. Mm-hmm. Well, now I think I'm going to do the Veronica, and I'm going to use my coast yarn in a navy color so it would be the navy peony color and i think i would get a lot of wear out of that i think so too so that's the veronica that's veronica with the k by julie weisenberger of coco knits and i have two shawls on my list too so first is the outing shawl which i've talked about before i stocked this before and i have very rustic sport weight yarns that are some of them are merino and one of them is columbia and by rustic i don't mean rough at all they're all very soft but they are fluffier and 
they aren't they probably aren't worsted spun but they almost look like they are and I have gray so that would be the neutral gray and that's the Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy 2 sport weight base and then I have two Madeline Tosh odd bases I think they call it merino wool no that can't be the name i don't even remember the name of the base but i have three skeins in navy what do you mean odd base it's not one of the the bases that you would find in a store it's from her oh, website okay okay so uh, sorry that wasn't a very useful description it's one of the lesser lesser used lesser, bases, known. lesser known there isn't much of it out there i don't think and but it's very Less nice distributed yarn. there we go harder to get i don't know but the Navy color is ink, and that's for the navy peony. And then I have a skein of her scout colorway, which has ballet slipper pink in it. So I'm going to stripe. The shawl is a top-down triangle that's striped. It calls for four colors, but I'm going to make it work with three. And I think it's going to be really pretty in those three colors. They The yarns look so good together. They feel good in my hands, and it's going to be fun to knit with the different types of yarn. I'm so used to the smooth, you know, superwash or single ply fingering type of yarns and this is going to feel nice and springy. So that's the Outing Shawl by Irene Lynn. I like that color combo. That was the first color combo that I put together from the palette thinking, oh, I would like these three colors together. Yes, it was your idea. It was your comment that, that's caused me to come up with this combination and I had the gray and the blue already in my stash but I did acquire the scout after we talked about that mm -hmm. someone was de-stashing it and I said oh I'm grabbing perfect. that yeah, yeah perfect so the next shawl I don't even know exactly which shawl I'm going to use but I have a skein of dragonfly fibers new dharma base which is a fingering weight yarn that is 50% yak and 50% mulberry silk can you imagine how delightful that feels? It feels oh wonderful. my goodness! <laughs> it is such a beautiful luxury yarn. It feels really good. We got our hands on some of that a couple weeks ago, and I haven't even put mine away yet. It's still out where to I touch can it? touch it, pet yeah, it. <laughs> pet it and love it. As I try to pick a pattern for it, because it really is wonderful, and that's going to feel really good on well yours is gray right yes and so you could do neutral gray if you wanted mm -hmm. to do a single skein shawl yeah. because I have a single skein so I'm going to do a single skein shawl and it might be the little black shawl from Laura Ayler it might be one of Helen Stewart's patterns I might do the red robin shawl again I'm not sure there are a lot of different shawls that I'm considering but the colorway I'm using is called firecracker and it has kind of a brownish background with pops of color they're not it's not speckled it's a variegated but it has so many of the colors from the two fall palettes in it oh, it's just nice. like wow this was dyed <laughs> for the colors of fall knit along I, perfect. I looked at that and thought oh this has to be a single shawl for the knit along it's so perfect. perfect for it so that's the dragonfly fibers dharma base which again oh it's heavenly and I can't wait to knit with that I figure since I'm leaving on vacation the 21st, the day after the knit along starts, I will bring the single skein shawl because that will be easy travel knitting, lightweight, portable, and probably Markley will be the first one that I cast on. 
So I'm really looking forward to the start of the knit along and still trying to decide, do I cast on a sweater before then or do I wait or what do I do? I have two weeks. I can't just knit hats <laughs> for two weeks. I would go insane. So watch this space. We'll see what I do. I yeah. probably will cast on. I think what I'm going to do is cast on the so faded sweater by andrea mowry because i have the combo that i want to use i know how i want to modify it i'm kind of having a fangirl moment with andrea mowry right now <laughs> so that's probably what i'll do but we'll see sounds good so again colors of fall it starts on tuesday june 20th ends on friday september 22nd lots of colors to choose from and we want to see your finished looks because they're inspirational favorite knit along of the year yes can't wait <laughs> okay so little shorter episode today as we head into the summer it's a busy time of year yeah so hope everybody stays busy keeps with your keep with your knitting and happy knitting happy knitting everybody thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks bye-bye bye you can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniax or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley. There's a dog walking group behind us. There are like 20 dogs with four walkers. At least 20 dogs. Check that out. That way. Look at all those dogs. I can barely see them. Okay. There are a ton of them. How funny. Okay. <laughs>